0: I'm Rudy Rucker, and I'm going to read you some stories from a new book of mine called The Life Box, The Seashell, and The Soul. And although this is a non-fiction book, I thought it would be interesting to write a little science fiction thought experiment to introduce each chapter. And this first one is called Lucky Number. The first Sunday in October, Doug Cardano drove in for an extra day's work at Giga Games crunch time. The Nimrods in marketing had committed to shipping a virtual reality golf game in time for the holiday season. New golf. It was supposed to have five 18-hole courses, all of them new, all of them landscaped by Doug. He exited Route 101 and crossed the low overpass over the train tracks, heading toward the gleaming Giga Games complex beside the San Francisco Bay. A long freight train was passing. Growing up, Doug had always liked trains. In fact, he dreamed of being a hobo or an artist for a game company. He hadn't known about crunch time. Just to postpone the start of his long beige workday, he pulled over and got out to watch the cars clank past. Boxcars, tankers, reefers, flat cars. Many of them bore graffiti. Doug lit a cigarette, his first of the day, always the best one, and spotted a row of 12 spray-painted numbers on a dusty red boxcar, the digits arranged in pairs, one one, three five, one seven, zero three, two six five four. 03 Super Lotto, thought Doug, and wrote them on his cardboard box of cigarettes. Five numbers between 1 and 47, and one number between 1 and 57. Next stop was the mini market down the road. Even though Doug knew the odds were bogus, he'd been buying a lot of Super Lotto tickets lately. The grand prize was hella big. If he won, he'd never have to crunch again. The rest of the team trickled into the office about the same time as Doug. A new bug had broken one of the overnight builds, and Van, the lead coder, had to fix that. Meanwhile, Doug got down to the trees and bushes for course number four. Since the player could mouse all around the new golf world, and even wander into the rough, Doug couldn't use background bitmaps. He had to create three-dimensional models of the plants. New golf was meant to be wacky and fantastic, so he had a lot of leeway. On the first course, he'd used cartoony saguaro cactuses, he'd set the second links underwater with sea fans and kelp, the third had been on Venus with man-eating plants, and for the fourth which he was starting today, well, he wasn't sure what to do. He had a vague plan of trying to get some inspirations from Blobscape, a three-dimensional cellular automata package he'd found on the web. Cellular automata grew organic looking objects on the fly. Depending what number you seeded Blobscape with, it could grow almost anything. The guy who'd written Blobscape claimed that theoretically the computation could simulate the whole universe if only you gave it the right seed. When Doug started up Blobscape today, it was in a lava lamp mode with big wobbly droplets drifting around. A click of the randomized button turned the blobs into mushroom caps, pulsing through simulation space like jellyfish. Another click produced interlocking pyramids a bit like trees but not pretty enough to use. Doug pressed the rule button so he could enter some code numbers of his own. He'd done this a few times before. Every now and then his numbers would make something really cool. It reminded him of the magic rocks kit he'd had as a boy, where the right kind of gray pebble in a glass of liquid could grow green and purple stalagmites. Maybe today was his lucky day. Come to think of it, his super lotto ticket happened to be lying on his desk so what the hay? He entered one one three five one seven zero three two six five four. Bingo! The block of simulated space misted over, churned and congealed into a primeval jungle inhabited by dinosaurs, and it kept going from there. Ape men moved from the trees into caves. Egyptians built the Sphinx and the pyramids. A mob crucified Christ. Galileo dropped two balls off the leaning tower of Pisa. Soldiers massacred the Indians of the Great Plains. Flappers and bootleggers danced the jitterbug. Hippies handed out daisies. Computers multiplied like bacilli. Doug had keyed in the Holy Grail, the one true rule, the code number for the universe. Sitting there grinning, it occurred to him that if he wrote those twelve lucky digits in reverse order, they'd work as a phone number plus extension, 456-230-7153, extension 11. The number seemed exceedingly familiar, but without stopping to think, he went ahead and dialed it. His own voice answered, Game over. The phone in Doug's hand turned into pixels. He and the phone and the universe dissolved.